2024 that I see coming in the grant writing world. Guess what, everybody? Even if you're a long-time grant writer, AI, artificial intelligence, is here. Right now, it's ChatGPT that can write a better grant than I can, and I write at a 68% success level for my clients, and that's pretty darn good. And I think ChatGTP is also like the AOL was when the internet started. We had AOL.com. Remember the buzzing sound and you've got mail? I think that's ChatGPT. I think there are going to be new AI systems that come along very quickly. Fortunately for us that are grant writers, it's going to take years before nonprofits catch up to the AI as term, in terms of their technology. So many, even big foundations, still use archaic ways to write grants. Do you know that in 2024, 92% of all grants will be submitted online? And that's a great thing. But that still means that 8% of them are still submitted by mail. Some of them want an original with your signature in blue ink and eight copies Papers clipped and not stapled and mailed. Here's the first tip. If that is the case, never, ever, ever mail a grant expedited mail. Why? Well, think about it. Think about it from a funder's perspective. First of all, if you send it UPS or FedEx, it costs money. And funders take offense to that. They think, well, gee, if they can afford to spend $28 and send this package to us, why do they need our money? Another reason is often you want them to sign that they received your grant because, after all, you worked hard on it. And if you have to mail it, you want a signed receipt. Well, that's a big mistake because most foundations don't even have dedicated foundation employees and that means you're probably bothering somebody who's in the middle of doing their business to sign something, and that's going to put a red flag or at least a big red mark on the envelope that they receive. And last, but probably the most important reason you don't want to send it expedited is because that means you waited until the last minute to submit your grant. Now here's a hint, and this is the truth. Early bird gets the worm. I have a strict rule in my serendipity solutions company where I have more than 100 nonprofit clients around the country that we never submit a grant less than two weeks before it's due. So if the deadline is January 31st, our deadline is January 15th. I want it in and submitted to show the funder that although they may not look at it and it may get in their way in their inbox if you had to email it or send it to their portal or even snail mail it, which is what you have to do, like I said, if they insist on mailing it, then it's there in their face and they're going to think, boy, this organization has really got their act together. So that's another huge trend. Keep up to date with the portals. Now, while I'm talking about that 92% of the time that you can submit online, 
it's important to know that there are two or three different systems that are used. Front door, cyber grants, easy grants are just a few. Some of them allow you to start an application online and go as far as you can go with the information you have at your fingertips, like uploading your 501c3 letter, maybe uploading your board of directors list, remembering that now that also includes their contact information and their career affiliation. Not that they're the president or vice president of the board. Nobody cares about that. What funders do care about is where they work or they worked if they're retired. So make sure you've got that list available. Upload your budget. That's important. But sometimes these portals will not allow you to save and return later. And the only way you're going to know that is to get into the portal, register your organization with you as the contact, and complete the first page. And then see if it says save and continue. Or if it just goes all the way to the bottom and you fill it in, and at the bottom it says submit. Now, if you are the decision maker in your organization and you don't have to have anybody else look at it before you submit it, that's okay. But you should always have a second pair of eyes. Take a look at your grant application in case you made some silly mistake like I still do. Remember, I've told you before, I'm from West Virginia, so sometimes I have to watch my vocabulary and my grammar. And you want to make sure somebody sees it before you submit it. Other times, you have to take it through a bureaucratic system where a treasurer has to look at it, the CEO has to look at it, a board member has to look at it, and they love to use red lines. And like, if you have an educator on your staff or board, good luck, because boy, they just love to find mistakes instead of support your work. But neither here nor there. If it is one of those that you have to submit without saving and returning later, then what I always do and my staff does is we make Word templates of all the grant applications so that we can work in Word, we can get our edits from our grant clients, our nonprofit clients from across the country with a certain deadline, and then we incorporate those edits and then we upload into the portal and often submit on their behalf. But then they are always the contact person and will get the acknowledgement email that the grant has been received. And then we have to rely on them to tell us whether the funder came back and said, yay, congratulations, you're getting the grant. Sometimes they just send a check or they need more information, or that awful rejection letter that we all get. I could plaster a mansion with all the ones that I get, but it's not discouraging. You know why? Because sometimes they're preordained, they're predetermined. Sometimes, I've mentioned this before, you could have the cure for cancer, but if you're in the wrong zip code where that particular company doesn't have customers or stakeholders, you are not going to get the grant. And just like AI can provide grant writing, many, many companies and foundations now use AI to review grants. As a matter of fact, it is predicted that in 2024, 
32% of all grants that are submitted will never be seen by a human being. That's right, they'll go through computer algorithms. The first one will be the zip code for the same reason I just mentioned to make sure that they have a constituency, a customer base, or that they're located in the zip code where your check is going to be mailed. That's not necessarily all the time where your services are provided. So make sure that if you provide services in a zip code that's your home or an office that's not in a city limits, you might want to invest in a post office box to use as a mailing address. Because if you can't get through that first algorithm, then your grant's never going to be seen. The next one is usually to see words of empowerment. I call them the E-words. In other words, I'll give you a few hints. You don't attend a conference. You participate in a conference. You always empower people to do something. You engage people to do something. Those are those E words I talk about. There are lots of words like that. I have a list of 20 power words, I call them, that I use in my grant writing training. And for more of that information, I would encourage you to please look at the book I have available on Amazon.com right now called A Deep Dive into Grant Writing. It's under my name, Adrienne Craiglow, and I'll be happy to answer any questions that you ever have. and would love feedback about that book as I get ready to write a revision in 2024 based on your feedback. You can always email me at adriancraiglow.com. You can always contact me through my website or through email, and I'm pretty good about returning those calls, whether I'm in my office in Florida or on my boat in the Virgin Islands. And doesn't that sound lovely? Not so much. My husband's a commercial fisherman, so it always smells of fish or lobster. <laughs> but it's still in a beautiful environment. And when you're a freelance grant writer, you can write from anywhere. So have a great day. Keep your heads up. There's plenty of money out there for everybody. Talk to you soon.